say was that he knew the owner of the house whose rear entrance was the very door that Enfield had pointed out. Back at his own house, Utterson lost no time in retrieving some documents from his safe. He leafed through them until he found an envelope bearing the words Dr. Henry Jekyll's Will. He opened the envelope and, by the flickering light of a candle, he discovered the sentence he sought. In the event of Jekyll's death, all possessions were to pass into the hands of the doctor's friend and benefactor, Edward Hyde. Moreover, the document continued, if the doctor were to disappear for a time exceeding three months, Hyde should step fully into Henry Jekyll's shoes. He would be free of any financial obligations, save the payment of a few small sums to the doctor's household. I have no idea what might be going on, nor what hold this Hyde fellow might have on you, Henry Jekyll, Utterson whispered to the room. But I swear I will make it my business to find out. For the next few days, Utterson did make it his business to spend as much time as possible in the vicinity of the building his friend Enfield had pointed out. If he be Mr. Hyde, he thought, I shall be Mr. Seek. One evening, at a little after ten o'clock, his patience was finally rewarded. He heard footsteps echoing down the street. Utterson withdrew into a shop doorway and waited. A man appeared out of the gloom into the small pool of gaslight, reached into his pocket and produced a key. He was small, almost stunted, and plainly dressed, his face shrouded by the brim of his hat. Although he glanced furtively from side to side, he failed to spot Utterson until he was across the street and almost at the door to the house. Mr. Hyde, I think, Utterson said softly as he stepped out of the shadows. The man shrank back with a sharp intake of breath, still managing to keep his face hidden. What do you want? he asked, his voice harsh. Utterson nodded to the door of the house. I am a friend of Dr. Jekyll. I thought we might talk inside. Who are you? Utterson of Gaunt Street, said Utterson. You must surely have heard my name. As Hyde shook his head, Utterson continued, I thought you might admit me. You will not find Dr. Jekyll here. He is away from home. How do you know me? Utterson did not answer that question, instead asking another. Will you do me a favour? What is it? asked Hyde suspiciously. Will you let me see your face? asked the lawyer. Edward Hyde hesitated, and then, as if suddenly changing his mind, looked straight at Utterson with an air of defiance. In the lamplight, Utterson noticed how Hyde's brows met in thick black hair, and his face was pale, the eyes glinting like those of a fish, barely human, in fact.
Now I shall recognize you again, said Utterson. It may be useful. Yes, returned Hyde. Perhaps it is as well we have met. I think you should also have my address. And he gave the lawyer a number of a street in Soho. Good God, thought Utterson. Is he thinking that I shall need his address in order to fulfil the terms of Dr. Jekyll's will? Now you shall tell me how you know me, said Hyde. We have friends in common, Utterson said. Dr. Jekyll, for a start. Hyde's eyes flashed wide. What has Jekyll told you about me? he cried with a flush of anger. Without waiting for an answer, Hyde...